0: welcome Welcome to to the leading Leading babes podcast Podcast. my name is alina and i'm
1: natalie and we're the hosts of the leading babes a networking group for babes who want to inspire connect and empower
0: all right guys so this is episode three of the leading babes podcast and not only is it episode three
1: (laughs) we're recording this live With some champagne in our hand.
0: With (laughs) eyes. Like, there's actual eyes looking at us speak right now. (laughs) 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 It's fantastic.
1: Cheers to that.
0: And um, so for the first, this is going to be on the shorter side of an episode for us, but for the first five minutes, I thought it would be great for us to kind of just get settled into a more casual, comfortable headspace because we're going to be talking about social media marketing. But before we get into that, let's go ahead and talk about, well, first, see, I'm all already all over <laughs> the place. You want to introduce who our guest is, Nat- Natalie?
1: Sure. So our guest speaker today is Natalia Amador. So she is a coaching business, and I've had the pleasure of knowing Natalia since I was how old? Since Six, second grade. seven. Yeah. I don't even know, but we were really <laughs> annoying when we were kids. <laughs> Like we still are, yeah. We seriously, <laughs> we just hung out with our moms last week. Yeah, yeah, last week, and they wouldn't stop talking. But um, yeah, I've known Natalia since literally my entire life, and um, and she is a business and marketing coach, and she helps women entrepreneurs turn their dream or passion into a profitable profitable online business. So. How should we start? Should we start out with like a fun fact or something that we did today?
0: Yeah, or something crazy that happened to you this week, Natalia. No. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it.
1: No. I'm not sharing that. <laughs> that was
2: that was before everyone got
1: here. David, can you um, turn on the EC, please? It's getting warm. I'm trying to think. Wait, or what, what, you what did you do today? What's something that you did today? Something pleasurable, something... I took a nap
2: and I think that's a fun, that's like like something fun to share is that I take a nap almost every day Ooh. and I like to share that because I think that a lot of times people think that running a business means that you have to be like frazzled and overworked and stressed and like for me it's like the whole reason why I left my corporate job was because I was stressed out mm-hmm. and so I wanted to create a lifestyle where that wasn't the case Um, so for me, that means I get to take a nap every day in the middle of the day. And Mm. I did that today. So (laughs) I feel
1: like you live the most like chill entrepreneur self-employed life. I do. (laughs) I do. I I probably work
2: less than 20 hours a week running my business. And so That's that's like my goal. Like my, my goal has always been, um, teaching women how to create a lifestyle that works for them. Mm -hmm. I have some clients that work full-time and they run their business and they could quit their full-time job, but they want to stay because they like it. They Mm -hmm. like the hustle and that's totally fine. To me, it's creating your dream lifestyle. If that's hustle, go for it. If it's having flexibility and freedom and space and naps, do that. So it's all about identifying what works for you and what kind of life you want to lead and creating that. So Mm -hmm. For me, it's naps.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because being an entrepreneur, I feel like it's really hard for me to relax. And that's something that I've been working on lately Yeah, just relaxing. And if I feel like doing nothing or if I just feel like hanging out at my mom's or if I feel like going to get a drink, just do it. And feel not like, feeling
2: guilty about yeah, it. Yeah, I
1: feel like we're our biggest critics.
2: Yeah. I mean, I had to deal with that because I did used to work a lot and like I was caught up in all of that. Um, but it caused a lot of health issues for me, which is why mm-hmm. I changed it. Um, but I think that it, it's funny because I've actually identified that when I have fun, I actually book clients in my business. So it's almost like this weird correlation of like when I unplug my business grows. Yeah. And so I think that's really important. And I also believe that when you unplug that's when you get inspired ideas for your business too, because you're taking the time to get your brain out of like all of the to dos and the tasks. Mm-hmm. And so you leave like you open yourself up to creativity. Mm-hmm. So I'm most creative when I go like one of the other, the other things I do is I go walk on the beach every day. And that's when I get ideas for my business. Like it's when I unplug and have fun that growth happens yeah
1: I also feel like maybe um, when you unplug and you relax you're vibrating at a higher energy so Mm -hmm. you're able to manifest
2: yep 100% I believe that yeah and you're just also like I think it's also a sign of trust Mm -hmm. right of like I trust that things are going to work out whether you believe in like the universe or God or whatever it is it's like you also have to put a level of trust on what you believe in that you know I've done my part and I trust that everything that is out of my control is going to work out too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah it's not only trust in that but it's also like I see it as trusting in yourself and your own abilities like you I think when you let go and you just have faith that it's gonna work out it's also in a way if that's your self-confidence coming through yes. Like you need self-confidence at the base of that yeah in order to feel comfortable with that mm-hmm um, and yeah, absolutely. I, I know for me, my whole mindset started to change the moment I left my full-time job. Mm-hmm. So it's like my full-time job all of a sudden opened me up to like, I had so much time. And at first that was so overwhelming and so scary. I was, I kind of almost felt like, I felt like shit about myself because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, I'm just living at my parents' house and I'm doing nothing. That <laughs> <laughs> but that's but the best place to be sometimes. That was the best place to be because mm-hmm. I had so much time to then think and journal listen to podcasts start gaining ideas listen to yourself
1: most importantly listening you know, to yourself felt. exactly mm-hmm.
0: I created a space to like become who I wanted to be mm-hmm. and I also started meeting people and it was just like a domino effect from that point forward and it was so crazy like the opportunities that came my way because of it yep. where um had it had I been still at my full-time job I would have been way too busy and way too distracted to even like do any of that, if that yeah exactly yeah <laughs> so that's so cool
2: when you prioritize yourself and your mindset i believe that everything else in your life will flourish because mm-hmm. you're you're watering yourself and you're the source of everything else in your life so when you i believe that 100 percent like if you prioritize prioritize yourself your mindset your well-being your health your growth Everything else is inevitably going to flourish because you're the one that is pouring into those things. And if you're the source and you're giving yourself what you need, then you're going to give everything else what it needs. You're going to mm-hmm. show up better in your business versus like if you're stressed out and, and burned out, you're not going to give 100% to your clients, to your business, to your work. And it's going to be really hard to grow. It's hard to grow from a place of burnout.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then they're
2: done that <laughs> yeah I, I learned the hard way too <laughs> yeah it took a long time for me to build the life I have right now and the only reason why I, I've been able to do it so young is because I started working when I was 13 years old and I haven't stopped working since and I have just have changed and done things quickly but um I worked hard to get here but I'm really glad that I'm here now yeah
1: yeah that's so great what about you what so did you do today oh gosh something you'd like to share anything um anything that made you happy I'm doing this
0: (laughs) 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 I'm doing this which is crazy still to me it's crazy that um I'm putting myself out there like I mean again a year ago I was so doubtful of the things that I I knew in my heart I wanted to do more of Mm -hmm. like i had a camera for so many years and i never charged anyone for a photo shoot <laughs> i have started listening to podcasts and i'm like that'd be so cool to record one and then it was really just the fact that i'm like doing this now like i'm proud yeah. of that
1: that's great so proud yeah. of you
0: thank you, so proud what of did you?
1: yeah <laughs> i know um today well i've been shopping with my mom Mm, I went shopping with my mom, and uh, that just made me really happy because um, I've been listening to podcasts like crazy. For some reason, this past week, I have not been wanting to listen to any sort of music. I just want to listen to podcasts, Mm -hmm. and um, I'm kind of like at this point in my life where I'm trying to just save, 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 but then I was also listening to podcasts about money and manifesting money and not to be afraid about spending money, so I've been needing jeans for a long time already, and um, I'm like well, should I go get jeans or should I wait until I lose another five pounds and go get more jeans? I'm like, no, well, you need them now. Bridget and I were actually just talking about jeans on Monday. <laughs> and so I went to go get jeans and um, I, was this, as I was listening – well, this past week I was listening to the podcast and um, so technically I, I brought myself to go shopping and say, like, like, okay, you need to save but you do need these pants and while you're shopping, make sure that while you're swiping that card, you're doing it with joy. Um, because again we can't be afraid of money we can't be afraid of spending money and money just comes and goes and as long as you treat it that way and it keeps coming back to you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah. that's good. what I did today I shopped and I was very proud of it and I was like <laughs> you know what it's okay I spent today but I wanted to and it'll come back three times fold well, I guess that's what I did today. I slept a million hours. You did. <laughs> there you go. Yeah,
0: I was like, I didn't want to say that earlier because I'm like, I did nothing, Natalie. <laughs> sometimes
1: that's, that's a good thing. You've been so busy. So for yeah. you not to do anything is okay. Yeah. You yeah, see. I mean, we just, I sometimes we just... make
2: that wrong and yeah, it's not. Yeah, no. exactly. And it's like, we just got
1: done talking about why it's not wrong. <laughs> exactly. Like last yeah. week when we went out with our moms, mm-hmm. um, I took that whole day off. And then I took Thursday, that day that we went out off yeah. completely and I told my mom I'm like I took two days completely out of the week like I did not work at all those two days and I'm like yeah. you know what it's okay I don't do it all the time and if I want to not do anything and just go out and drink or eat yeah. that's fine yeah yeah that's fine I think we just put a lot of pressure on I'm ourselves. not kidding
2: every time I go on vacation I book clients that's every crazy. single time I, just, I come
1: back yeah. to clients yeah yeah just so. vibrating higher. That's why mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I might be going on vacation like every week.
1: <laughs> that's, honestly, that's like my goal every week is like have
2: fun because when I have fun, I book clients. But because I tend to like my nature is to be a hard worker, I have a hard time with that. You know, I'll, I'll like sit at my desk and be like, no, I am sitting here and I am working and it's like, girlfriend, go have fun. And, like, can I just work instead? Yeah. No, go have fun yeah. and you'll book clients. Like it's the hardest thing to do, but yet it's not that hard at the same yeah. time, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, well, I think that's a good segue when it talk, <laughs> talking about booking clients. So yes. today's entire um, podcast, the main topic is social media um, marketing specifically. So, Natalia. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know you've taught, like, workshops on it before and courses. You have a social mm-hmm. media marketing course. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Where do you start when you... <laughs> I, I know I'm not... <laughs> like, we only have probably now 20 more minutes left of this podcast and I'm asking you to probably condense a lot <laughs> <laughs> minutes. but like what would you say is, like the first place to start when you start talking about social media
2: yeah I mean there's a lot to say about it um I mean I think just to start with like a very simple like mindset kind of reflection is really just to ask yourself like why am I on here hmm why am I on social media? What is my purpose? You know, like, why Why am I doing this? Because I think a lot of times we can get so caught up in, like, I'm supposed to be doing this or I have to do this. And I think that our mindset plays a lot into it. And I think a lot of times we're just, like, forcing ourselves. But I think when we go back to, like, the purpose of why we're showing up on there that helps a lot so it's like why am I on here like what is my intention with being in this space and what do I want to convey or deliver to the people who are following me and what kind of experience do I want them to have and I think that because it's online a lot of times it can feel like a one-way relationship but it isn't it should be a relationship and it should be both ways um And like one of the stories that I like to share is that, you know, like I started doing marketing a long time ago. And so when I started, like social media wasn't a thing. It wasn't part of growing a business. So I did very traditional marketing. And my very first job, um, I did field marketing, which meant that I literally would get into my car and I had to go tell all of the surrounding businesses about the restaurant that I was working for. Wow. So I had to physically get in my car, drive to these businesses, tell them about this restaurant, give them coupons, flyers, all this stuff, invite them to come in and you know, just let them know. So that was like old school social media, right? So yeah, it's like, so, mm, it's like OG. Yeah, <laughs> and so when people tell me that social media is hard, I'm like no it's not right because for me it's like can you imagine if you had to physically go to every single one of your followers and tell them about your business oh, wow. right so that's like what i was doing Yeah. right like i was literally physically visiting people to let them know about a business and so when social media came around i was like i get to sit on the couch and post one thing and a thousand people will see it or a hundred people will see it that's awesome like Mm -hmm. that saves me so much time and energy and gas and all these things I don't have to do so to me it's like social media is easy right because you can be in your pajamas on the couch posting something and a lot of people will see it so I think that really shifting your mindset around social media and the way that you look at it and the fact that it's like if you thought of it, if I was literally showing up to each one of these followers' houses to talk to them, what would I say to them? And how would I approach them? Or what kind of conversation would I have? Or what would I wanna tell them? And using your platform in that way versus like, you know, I just have to be on here. Then I think that really shifts your perspective on how to approach social media as a whole.
1: I feel like we could close the podcast there and be like, <laughs> and drop, we're done. That's, that's, that's yeah, interesting. I love that. I, I love how you painted the, instead of physically visiting people, mm-hmm. doing that, I loved that. Yeah, because I think we do take, like, we take it granted, every view for honestly. granted. What do we do?
2: Yeah. And I think every it's because not everyone had the experience that I did, right? So that's totally fine. But I think it just helps to really shift your perspective of it doesn't have to be hard. Yeah a lot of times it's our mind right our mindset mm-hmm. makes it hard and it doesn't have to be hard mm-hmm. and I mean there's obviously you know we can talk about and I'm sure we're going to talk about strategy and content and all of those pieces that also help simplify it but I think that it, it also just starts with our mind
0: yeah yeah, yeah it definitely I does that. I know I go through phases where I'm like posting 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 and then I'm just like oh my god I'm so over this and
2: I'm like <laughs> <laughs> nothing <laughs> yeah the consistency and, yeah
0: so finding, like, a balance, and I think it, it is mindset.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I also loved the, the first question that you opened with, why am I here? I've yeah. never thought of that before.
0: Yeah, that's true, um, which makes 100%, like, sense, because mm-hmm. it's, um, I mean, you're there for your audience, so then it's like, why am I here and who is my audience?
2: Mm-hmm. What do I want to do? deliver what kind of value what message Mm -hmm. what do I because I think sometimes we'll just post because we're supposed to instead of like how is this actually going to help someone like I
0: that's probably where it starts to get draining and mm -hmm. that's when it starts to get annoying when you're just like oh my god I have to post because I haven't posted in three days Mm -hmm. but then you're forgetting your purpose and you're forgetting the the question of like why you need why you should post your audiences and what they want to yeah. what you want to share with them. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, I'm at the point where I, if I don't have anything good to say, I don't say anything.
0: Ooh,
1: I like that. I just don't. <laughs> so, because I know mm-hmm. you – pro- we're probably going to get into this because mm-hmm. I know that you also plan your content ahead of time. Do you use Planoly?
2: Yeah, so I use Planoly to plan it all ahead of time. And so what I have found is, like, for me – when I feel inspired and creative to write, I usually tend to come up with like four different posts. And so I'll write out the content for all of them and then like schedule those. So then when I'm not feeling inspired, I don't have to worry about like, well, I'm not inspired today. So I just need to come up with something to say. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so I plan out, I pretty much have like the whole month done ahead of time And I think I'm able to do that because I have a strategy because I know what type of content I want to post and we can talk more about that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I pretty much have the entire month already planned out and I use a scheduler. There's Planoly, there's Loomly, there's um, Hootsuite, and a lot of those are free. Um, So if you're not planning out your content, definitely do that because when you post consistently and when you post it on the same days and the same times, you will beat the algorithm and your content will be seen more. Um, so the consistency is important because of that piece. Mm-hmm. And when you schedule it out, then you're not basing it on when I'm feeling inspired or when I feel like posting yeah. or when I wake up on time or when I'm not busy. Because mm-hmm. um, if you're running a business, mm-hmm. like you can't just show up when you feel like it. Yeah, right? Exactly. You have to be consistent. Mm-hmm. And what's great about doing that is, like, I could be on vacation. I could decide I took the day off. I could have, I could be taking a nap. But if a post is supposed to go out, it's going to go out while I'm enjoying my life. And yeah. so I think the reason why I have the lifestyle I have now is because I have systems in place so that my business is still running. It's not because mm-hmm. I'm not showing up. Like, I'm still showing up, but it's in a more planned out, strategic way so that I can have more freedom. I
1: love that.
0: So then, do you have, like, more fun with, like, Instagram stories? Is that more of a um, – or do you plan those out, too?
2: No, so those are more on the spot. Um, I don't really plan out – I know there's people who do plan out Instagram stories, but I tend to just kind of go with the flow on those and share more, like, behind the scenes and kind of mm. what I'm doing and what's going on that day. Um
1: I've heard that that stories should be... Well, business should be used as more of a behind-the-scenes of, Mm -hmm. like, building your business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I think a lot
2: of it depends on, like, what you're... So, again, going back to strategy, and I want to talk more about strategy, but, like, going back to strategy is, like, basically saying, what is my intention with this? Um, So, for example, one of the things that I have seen working really well right now is doing polls. So, for example, one of my clients is a financial advisor and she does a financial boot camp and she's trying to book clients for that right now so we did a poll like we shared stories of like here's what it is here are the results and then we did a poll where we said um who is interested in learning more and then everyone that responded yes you can actually send them direct messages Mm. so we're sending them direct messages saying I'm so excited that you're interested in this here's the link with all the information. So that's where you really get to be strategic about it to generate sales and kind of take it to the next level. And you're getting the engagement piece where people are taking action and saying, yes, I want to learn more. Yes, I'm interested. And you're kind of building up your leads. um, But you also get to directly start engaging with them as well and sending them information. So I think that you can post content behind the scenes to like nurture the relationship Mm -hmm. but then you also want to be strategic about when you want to sell something Mm -hmm. to actually get people to respond and take action and the key is really getting in the direct messages and um, talking to them having a conversation with them because that's where you're going to make the sale
0: slide into the DM (laughs) yeah
2: because if you think about it it's like who's doing that right (laughs) (laughs) yeah because then it's more personal right yeah yeah
1: so then what would be your your next step or next advice for
2: so okay so I would definitely start with a strategy so what a strategy is is just you simply saying these this is how many times I'm going to show up on social media every week and these are the days and the times i'm going to do that i personally recommend doing a minimum of three times per week mm-hmm. um three to five times if that feels overwhelming like start with what you can even if you're like i can commit to once a week twice a week three times a week like make it your goal to hit at least three times and then i really recommend having the same days and times so for example if you're doing three times per week saying Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 9 a.m. is when I show up on social media. Um, Again, because what happens is, like, with the algorithm, it gets used to when you're posting content. Your followers get used to when you're posting content, so it gets seen more versus if you're just posting sporadically and at Mm -hmm. random times Mm -hmm. of the day. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I recommend and that you can do to kind of identify what time should I post there is an app called when to post Mm -hmm. and it's free and it'll tell you um when you link it to your instagram account it'll tell you what the best times are for you to post based on when your followers are most engaged with your content so that's what i would recommend for that so strategy for sure start with that um and com- I think the biggest part is commitment and consistency mm-hmm. sticking to it. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't stick to it, you're, you're going to get lost yeah. in the algorithm. And, and Instagram, Facebook, they love to change their, their algorithm all the time. But here's the thing. is like the strategies that I teach my client. My clients are all 100% organic and they work. They still work regardless of what Instagram is doing with their algorithm. So I never freak out when Instagram changes their algorithm because like my strategies keep working. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't matter like what they do. They've continued to work to this day. Yeah. Yeah. I love
1: that. Ooh. I think that's something Alina. Yeah. Need to we on. do need to do that. <laughs> be consistent. Because we've been trying time. to
0: be more consistent. We have been we a little have. bit more. We kind of mm-hmm. came up with like a little like formula for our feed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and we take turns. So mm-hmm. like I post Monday. No. That's me. You, you post Monday through Wednesday, mm-hmm. and I post Thursday through Sunday. Friday through No, Sunday. Friday through Sunday. Thursday is like, our off day.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, would you recommend, like, maybe less is more, or is six times a week too much?
2: I mean, I think this is where it goes back to asking yourself, like, why am I on here, okay. right? Because I think if the focus is, like, we're just going to post as much as we can, but there's really no intention behind it. Then it's like, well, why? That's right. That's what have
1: been thinking about doing is actually seeing how we can engage the audience more right. in our mm-hmm. in our captions and get yeah, um, and also deliver right quality. So content more quality versus quantity. Exactly. Yeah. That's always going to do better. Tips and networking tips. And yeah. Yeah.
2: So as far mm-hmm. as content, so what I teach when it comes to content is that. What I like to do is actually create like what I call content buckets. So what you would do is like when you create your strategy, let's say you decide I'm going to post Monday, Wednesday, Friday, those are the days I'm going to show up, then actually creating content types for each day. So for example, you could say like Mondays are going to be Monday motivation, so we're going to share an inspirational quote, like a business quote or something like that to inspire people. Wednesdays, um, we're going to talk about ourselves and, like, who we are and our mission and what we're that's doing. That's so
1: funny because Mon- um, we go... Mondays is cook mm-hmm. day, and then mm-hmm. Wednesdays is a picture of us. Yeah, or and so that makes it seven. so much
2: easier. And then Fridays could be, like, our promo days. That's when we talk about the events or whatever we have going on. Mm-hmm. And, like, if that's all you did, like, that would be enough, right? Because, like, I be- I teach that there's certain types of content that you should share. So, one you should talk about yourself and who you are which can be hard for some people but it's really important because that's what's going to make you stand out so like how are you sharing about yourself and who you are as a person because that's you know like if you think about it that's how you'll stand out from your competition so for Mm -hmm. me it's like there's a million business coaches out there Mm -hmm. why would someone work with me it's because they have a certain connection know i've had people reach out and they're like i like gilmore girls too or i'm a latina also or you know and and it's all based on like personal things that i share Mm -hmm. that someone will reach out and have Mm -hmm. that connection with me so because of that connection all of a sudden they want to work with me over the other coaches like i've even you know have shared openly about the divorce i went through and like i've had people get on the phone with me and be like I went through a divorce too and that just made me really connect with you and so sometimes it's hard to share about ourselves but when we're willing to be open people will feel a deeper connection Mm -hmm. and then they're more likely to want to work with you than with any of your competitors Mm -hmm. so talking about yourself is really important the other thing that I recommend is having a day where you share your tip and a tip or expertise because this is where you start to really position yourself as an expert Mm -hmm. so Why should someone work with you over anyone else? Why are you the expert that they should work with? You know, I know someone mentioned they're like a photographer in here. There's a million photographers, so why are you the best photographer? Why are you the right choice for them? And so sharing expertise and knowledge to really position yourself as the expert is really important. Um, The other thing that I recommend is always having a promo post every single week, whether it's a freebie, some sort of pitch. So those are the three types of posts I recommend having. Um, and why I say post a minimum of three times per week, because if you do, then you have your about post where you're sharing about yourself, a story, you have the expertise post, and then you have the pitch or the promo that you're gonna do. Um, and I, I recommend pitching every single week, because here's the thing, is like, if you're a business, people are going to expect you to sell to them and they should expect you to sell to them, right? Mm. Like, you don't walk into a store and someone walks up to you and they're like, hey, would you like some help or would you like to buy this? You're not like shocked when they do that or offended, (laughs) you know what I mean? But yet for some reason, like, that's how we treat our business. We're scared to sell, we're scared to offer, we're scared to invite. When it's like people are following you knowing that you're a business, so they're actually expecting you to pitch to them.
1: Mind blown. Mind blown. they're expecting so simple, you to so mind blown. I know. the example
2: that I use is like if you walked into a restaurant and they sat you at the table but they never brought you a menu you would be like what the hell and you'd walk out and leave and be like that restaurant sucks they didn't even offer me anything mm-hmm. yet that's what we're doing with our social media platforms with our businesses all the time as people are following us they're wa- literally walking into our business and we're never offering them anything each. <laughs> so we have to start doing that right and here's the thing it's like because what you're doing when you hand them that menu when you make the offer when you make the pitch you're empowering them to make the decision to work with you mm-hmm. when you don't do that you're deciding 100 percent of the time that the answer is no and you're taking away their power to make the choice you're making that your own choice and deciding the answer is no so that's what we do when we don't pitch and promote ourselves. And so we need to invite. I like to use the word invite instead of sell because that's what you're doing. You're inviting people to work with you and you're empowering them to make the decision for themselves.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Damn, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so much great I know.
1: information.
0: I'm like, I'm going to listen to this like <laughs> over <the> and <head>. over. <laughs> I know because it's really like you're simplifying it and you're just like oh my god why am i overthinking it? yeah
1: you're you're calling
0: where i'm seriously sitting here like thinking like okay why am i really overthinking this so Mm -hmm. much it's really that simple um and i think it goes back to what we started at in the very beginning it's your mindset and it's just letting go of that like overthinking everything and like oh my god like my followers are gonna get so annoyed am i overposting am i like am I being too silly? like
2: mm-hmm.
0: I mean just last week I posted something about um like an I had an offer and I yeah. posted it and every single time I do that it's always this like hesitation mm-hmm. whereas like I have no problem just posting me singing in the car acting a fool <laughs> <laughs> and then here I am like posting an offer and I'm hesitating because I'm like oh my god mm. like
2: And here's the thing. It's like, I know you do photography, right? So Mm -hmm. I'm guessing you posted, like, I'm doing these photography sessions or something like that. When has anyone, like, I'm sure when people reach out to you, they're like, oh, my gosh, I was looking for a photographer. Yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. so glad that you posted. I'm so glad that we found you. I'm so glad that we connected. Yeah. So you're helping people when you post, when you Mm -hmm. pitch, Mm -hmm. right? You're changing someone's life. You're meeting a need that they have. Mm -hmm. And so we need to do that because there's people that need what we have to offer and we need to put the offer out there for them. And again, you're not being, you you know, like unless you're literally like banging on people's doors and telling them they have to buy what you're selling, you're not being salesy Yeah. by just sharing. And if someone doesn't want to see it, they will unfollow you. That's the whole point of having
0: a business, right? You want to sell something. (laughs) Exactly.
2: So if you're not selling... And here's the thing is like the thing I hear often is like I'm not selling consistently so I always ask like when was the last time you pitched when was the last time you promoted yourself if you're not doing that consistently you can't expect to sell consistently Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and all of the social media things that I share are organic I've never used ads my clients have never used ads and we generate 4 figures sales all the time at directly from social media. Mm-hmm. So it's possible to do so it. So what is your
1: take on social media ads? Because that's something that I've been actually looking into once I started mm-hmm. coaching. Yeah. What What is your – well, your opinion on the- –
2: on so media ads. I I'm not opposed to them, you know. I don't use them just because I haven't needed to yet in my business. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I believe is that you should have a solid organic strategy before you invest in paid advertising. Because okay. when you have an organic strategy, you're gonna have data to pull from for your ads. So for example, right now, people will you know pay five dollars because Facebook will pop up and be like, pay five dollars and get. 2,000 more Mm -hmm. views. When have you ever done that and actually made a a sale? I've never heard of anyone doing that. So, and why? Because they're, you don't know what, what, who are they showing it to? Do they even make sense? Is it even your target audience, right? So when you have a good organic strategy in place first, then you have data on like what content performs well, what sells, who your audience is. So then when you go and set up an ad, you can duplicate your audience, And say find followers like my followers. You
0: know what works because it's real.
2: Exactly. Mm -hmm. So then you have real things that work in order to go create ads based on that. Versus like I'm gonna create an ad, but I don't know who to show it to. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love that. So kind of made me think right now. Is there? I know. I feel like we're mostly just talking about Instagram. And whenever, whenever everyone is talking about social media marketing, Mm -hmm. it's like assumed we're talking about Instagram. Yeah. Is there like any predicted social media site or app or anything that you've heard of mm-hmm. or can think of that might be useful as well? Or you mean outside of yeah, like outside social of, media platforms? Outside of well, not necessarily platforms, but outside of Instagram.
2: So, I think I think it kind of goes back to like what type of business you have but I also really believe in doing what works for you right mm-hmm. so like I often get asked like which platform should I be on and what should I be doing and I think there is some segmenting so for example like if you're sell- if you're like a product-based business Pinterest and Instagram mm-hmm. for sure um if you're more of like b2b like corporate companies you want to be on linkedin like so it depends on what your business is but i also really believe that doing what works for you so like i always ask people where did your last three clients come from if they and usually they all came from the same place or like two out of three came from the same place so i tell them that's where you need to be Because I can go up to someone and, you know, people will ask me and I don't even know them. They'll say, what platform should I be on? And I could randomly be like Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. But if they tell me that their last three clients came from Facebook, then I'm going to be like, you need to be on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Right. Because to me, the best marketing strategy isn't one that I'm going to make up and tell everyone to do. It's going to be the one that's already working for you and you learning to leverage that. So if you want to know, like, where you should be spending your time and energy, just ask yourself, where did my last three clients come from? That's where I need to be showing up.
1: So would you recommend when growing your social media, well, your business on social media, that mm-hmm. you focus on one platform first before you start to spread out to the rest of them?
2: I would say one to two, two max. Um but I think the way that social media is going now, starting with one platform, is a really smart idea and really mm-hmm. learning how to, like, master that. Um, I would say two at the most. Um, that's, like, where I would keep it for sure. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. I've heard of some businesses or even some coaches where they try to do YouTube, but then they're also trying to do Facebook. And they're trying to do Instagram. And then they're trying mm-hmm. to do their personal Instagram. It's a lot.
2: Yeah. Yeah, And it's like, no one has time for Even that. Even Twitter. <laughs> oh, it's a lot. Fun
0: question. Yeah. How many Instagram accounts do you have? Like, myself? Yeah, like total that you can like, the little drop down menu. How many <laughs> drop down? <laughs> well, OK, so That's for myself,
2: I have a personal, and then I have a business. OK. But then I also have, um, so like I used to run an agency where I manage social mm-hmm. media platforms. I don't do that anymore. But I did keep two clients because I enjoyed working with them. So I also have two other clients that I manage mm-hmm. um, social media platforms for. They so have four little drop-down uh, four things. Four little drop How many
0: yeah. do you have, Natalie? Oh, God, I don't <laughs> even
1: know. I have mine. I have my cats. <laughs> I have Leading Babes. Yeah. I have Bell's Enchantment. And I have Black Hat Studio. And... I think that's it. Okay,
0: yeah. I have five. Yep, I have so mine my personal leading babes my vintage shop and which is not Mm -hmm. active anymore unfortunately (laughs) but still there and then I actually just last night started the uh, the photography page yes I was hoping (laughs) you were gonna say that
1: (laughs) yep I love it yeah so um, did you figure out the handle
0: I'm Alina Marie photo yeah. I like so I everyone go follow perfect. Alina Murray photo because it has think, zero followers right <laughs> now. <laughs> but I think
1: it's perfect because I know you're trying to grow a personal brand. Yeah. So I feel like that's you know. Mhm. I, I I I love that.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I think though, That's hilarious. It, we we have so many now. Yeah. And that's why you for sure need a strategy, yeah, that's, right? That's yes. Yeah, exactly. Because like, you like it's organized. hard enough to
2: show up on one pl- on one account, so. And that's how I'm like, because, you know, when I was running an agency, like I was managing multiple accounts, you know, and some people are like, I can't even keep up with mine. and It's like, well, the reason I was able to do so many is because I had strategies for all of them, you know, Mm -hmm. where I was like, I knew exactly what I was going to post, when I was going to post it, what type of content. And here's the other thing, like if you're struggling to create content, the best piece of advice I can give you is to ask yourself. What am I trying to sell? So at the beginning of every single month before I create any content at all, whether it's a blog or a podcast or a video or social media post or anything, I start off the month by asking myself, what do I want to sell this month? And then once I decide what I wanna sell, everything that I create is based on that offer. So if you think about it, it's like anything that you post should be selling even if it's indirectly selling. So if you're just posting like random fun tips and quotes and whatever, and it's like, but nothing actually leads back to anything that you sell in your business, then it's pointless, right? So I always ask myself, what do I wanna sell this month? So for example, let's say I decide I wanna sell one-on-one coaching. Okay, what do I offer in one-on-one coaching? I help people with their marketing strategy, with their business model, with their pricing. Those are all topics right there. So then i can take all of that and turn it into content i can turn it into social media posts and share tips i can turn it into blog posts i can turn it into videos like all of that leads to something that i sell anything i ever post on my social media is somehow direct like directly related to something that i sell even if i'm not directly selling because here's the thing like let's say for example um, like I'll take photography Like let's say you're trying to sell sessions right? Like, So tell me what you were trying to sell Or what you posted about last week
0: So last week I posted about um, I would really love to find someone That wants to grow as like an influencer Or maybe has a brand I mm-hmm. would even be down to work with like a small brand mm-hmm. And my package was um, Like a four hour session You can split that up like Even if it's one hour per week to create content Like someone mm. that needs um, Consistency of cr- like being I like contact.
2: that. Okay, so then if you know that's what you're trying to sell, then anything you post should be somehow related to that, right? So, for example, you would show up and say, like, here's why it's important to have branded photography for your business, and like share a tip around that. And like, here's how having a bunch of photos can help you save time when it comes to posting on social media, or here's how I have worked with clients, or even per- a personal story, here's how I have found that having photos has helped me save time on social media or why it's helped me build my business or why it's helped me book clients or it makes me look more professional or it helps my clients look more professional. So then you're putting out all these content, all these tips, and people are learning Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh yeah, that would help me save time. Oh yeah, that would really help me build my business. Oh, that would help me make sales. And then all of a sudden you pitch your sessions and they're like, oh, that's what I need. Mm -hmm. So essentially what you're doing is you're creating a story that is going to lead to the pitch and position yourself and your offer as what they need, right? Versus like random post, random post, random post pitch then there's no story there. There's nothing leading people to the offer. And so when you start with the offer and you build content based on that, then when the offer comes up, it makes sense. You have nurtured your audience to want that offer, to believe it's what they need to purchase, and then it makes sense for them to buy. <laughs>
1: Take Girl. Run with
0: it. <laughs> I wish you guys could see our faces right now. <laughs>
1: Um, so start take with that the offer. And run with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so amazing. start with
2: what you're gonna sell and create. Like literally, write down. Here's what I'm selling this month. What can I create around this? Is there a story I can think of? Is there a client's testimonial? Is there a personal story? Is there a tip? Is there a strategy? Is there like what can I share around this offer, and then t- turn that into your content.
0: So we're unfortunately coming up to our time limit which is crazy what? because i feel like you're sharing so much amazing information right now i'm mind blown um which makes me also think like is this your first time ever being on a podcast it's not actually it's not? no she the looks podcast? so
1: comfortable on I know. <laughs> not first time. she's done this before i have
2: never done a live podcast though i've done public i've done a lot of speaking and i've done a lot of podcasts but i've never done like a combined like live podcast so that's fun cool it's yeah.
1: <laughs> the first time for something so do you have any is there anything else that you would really love to share
2: mm. I mean are we doing Q&A or no
1: um I think we'll first maybe if there's anything that you would love 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 to share we can do that and then we'll do Q&A okay just because I think if there's something that you feel like you need to share yeah it, we, we want to make sure that questions that too that yeah
2: I mean, I think for me the biggest thing is always starting with what you want to sell. Like, that, to me, that's the key to making sales on social media is, like, what do you want to sell and how is your content talking about that and not being to afraid think, to pitch yourself.
1: I'm trying to think how I can incorporate that into Bell's Enchantment because, I mean, that's all we really offer are just characters for birthday parties mm-hmm. and I'm um, wondering how to yeah. even pitch that because...
2: Like, how to pitch the characters you mean
1: yeah just because I feel like people just I feel like the reason why I really use Instagram is so that people can see Mm -hmm. the quality of our characters because believe it or not people will go on my Instagram more than website
2: so what I Mm wouldn't what I would say is um I think the quality is good but I think that that's probably more important to you as the business owner than The client, like, obviously, they're going to care about the quality, but I think what they're going to care more about is the story and the experience, right? And I think that's what I would encourage you to capture is like, what is the memory that is being created mm. what is the experience that the child and their friends and their family members are having be my
1: photographer for those <laughs> I'm gonna have some my clients children's come and be like're we we're gonna do a pretend birthday party and, yeah because if you're gonna t- laugh you and we're gonna have a good time
2: it, if you think yeah. about it from like put yourself in the mom's shoes right yeah from the mom's perspective they love that you're bringing Cinderella to their party but he, as, as much as like you're gonna hate hearing this like they don't care that you spent hours on the wig or that you spent time cleaning their dress and all of the time and the details that you're putting in. What they're going to remember is the expression on their child's face and the joy that they experienced when they saw Cinderella or whoever walk through the door so you're focused on providing the quality because that is your focus as the business owner however what people are paying you for is the experience yeah, so what you want to capture is the experience that they're going to have and the memories that they're that are being created and the joy that their kid is going to experience and that's what you want to share on social media
0: all right love that oh my god okay well I feel like I keep asking questions but I'm not. <laughs> um if you guys want to learn more you need to follow at social business bosses at social business (laughs) bosses on instagram um so you can follow natalia and get more of this amazing knowledge that she has i have
2: a lot to share so (laughs) follow me on there because i share it openly and freely so So,
1: before we sign off i think we should probably see if the audience has a couple of questions How do you establish boundaries from when you're promoting your offer onto social media and you're selling, you're sharing tips, and I know it might be a concern that you might be sharing too much, or you might be Mm. opening a vessel to where now people are asking you to elaborate more. Mm. Um, So how do you establish those boundaries? That's a great question. I love that question.
2: So um, let's say someone reaches out to you and they're like, hey, I love what you shared about Instagram. Um, can you help, you know, I need help with this. Like, and they give you like a specific question, like how do I grow my followers or whatever? Then I what I would recommend doing is sharing a little bit, answering a little bit of their question, giving some value and then leading into your offer. So for example, like if someone asked you, how do I grow my followers, you know, and you respond and you're like, oh, I would, you know, I noticed you don't use hashtags. I really recommend that you use hashtags Um, I talk more about this in depth and like which hashtags to use and how to use them and the right amount and all of that in my one-on-one coaching package or in my social media course or whatever it is that you offer and say, you know, if you're interested in learning more about that, let me know. I would love to send you more information. So then you are giving some value and it's not just like a, I'm only here to sell and that's all I care about. So give some value but lead into... Um, your offer so that they know like I'm getting some advice from you however if I want to continue here's how I'm going to do that does that make sense yeah so that's what I would say so repetition I think what happens a lot of times and what happened to me was for a while I felt stuck on Um, Feeling like I was talking about the same thing all the time over and over again and I started to kind of get annoyed with myself because I was like oh my gosh I always talk about social media oh my gosh I always talk about making a profit and I was annoyed at first and then I realized of course that's what I talk about like Mm -hmm. if you're a photographer of course you're going to talk about photography or you know doing a photo shoot with you and that's the thing is like that's why people are following you like they want to learn about that and no matter how many times people hear things like they want to know more about it and the more you talk about something the more people will get it like I will say the same thing over and over and over again and it takes a while for it to click you know like how many times have your friends told you stop dating that loser and it's not till the hundredth time that you're finally like oh my god he's a loser (laughs) and then your friends are like we've been telling you that right and so like Uh, sometimes we have to hear things multiple times (laughs) so don't be scared to talk about the same thing over and over and over again because people need to hear it over and over again and that's what's going to establish you as an expert. You are the go-to person on photography. You are the go-to person on self-defense. You're the go-to person on whatever topic. Of course, you're. You know, you don't get annoyed that Starbucks is always selling coffee, right? You're like, of course they're always. Yeah, you are talk cr- about it more. Give me more coffee. of the pumpkin spice lattes or whatever. I don't like those, but I know a lot of people like those. So, it's okay to. Have repetition. One of the things I was sharing with Bridget before we started the podcast was like, I know a lot of people that recycle their content. I recycle a lot of my content. Um, so don't be afraid to do that as well. So, you know, people, some people will do like they'll create a, a three months of content and recycle it. Three months later. Why? Because you have new followers, because your existing followers need to hear it Mm -hmm. again, because maybe they didn't catch it the first time, because maybe they need to hear it again and again, and it's totally fine to do that. Yeah, me.
0: I need to hear something a hundred (laughs) times. Yeah, we all do. The thing is that that? we all do. (laughs) Well, about that, Natalie has something to say about that. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, well. Um, thank you. <laughs> Let's start with that. Thank you so much for yeah. coming out here and recording this with us, sharing all of that amazing knowledge. I wanna, I'm gonna ask you like a million more questions tomorrow. <laughs> um,
1: do you have anything to share, Natalie? There was something else, but it, I think it just left my head right now. I was like, don't forget, but I forgot. Okay. <laughs> if it's about
2: dating fun. losers. I don't know if I can help. You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Was, yeah, but
1: thank you so much for. Doing the live podcast, of with course. Yeah. I'm so excited. For a while, we were like, "Who are we going to ask?" And then we were like, Natalia.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I loved. It. I think you guys should do more of these. Yeah, yeah. we do need to. Do I more would love these. to come and like listen in, and because there's so many people that have so many. Just so much expertise yeah. to share. Like, you can bring in another social media person and they will have something totally different to share
1: Yeah. than I what I do. think it mind me how some individuals will, will think that they don't need to learn anymore or that they don't – or that yeah. they know it all nope. and, you Teach know. Teach me about
2: business. I'm always lear- – I am always looking to learn about social media. Like, I will never think that, you know, just because I'm an expert at it i don't think that means that i need to me if anything it is my responsibility to keep learning about exactly. social media mm-hmm. and about business mm-hmm. like i i believe that i will forever be a business student mm-hmm. as long as i run a business and i believe it is my responsibility to yeah. always be learning and growing exactly. in order to grow my business mm-hmm. yeah
1: Very
0: boom i love that so moral of the story always stay learning right yep 100 percent.
1: Always, always be coachable Always be coachable. coachable. Stay coachable. Yep. Don't think you know it all. (laughs) All right. All right, you guys.
0: Well, if you're still listening, I thank you as well. And I think people will still be listening. Oh, hell yeah. After that one, (laughs) (laughs) y'all are listening. I mean,
1: I was listening to a podcast that was 70 minutes long, and I was still there. And I'm like, I want more of it. So here we are. Okay. We are signing off. Yep. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Muchas gracias. De nada. (laughs) music <laughs>